Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. When you think about a road trip, what springs to mind? Is it going on an adventure? Is it the snacks? that you get at the gas stations on the way? Is it the feel of the open road? You know, the windows open, your radio's blasting music, and you're singing at the top of your voice, and just having fun and escaping from life to try something different. And when you think about being on a road trip, you're typically with someone, you know, maybe it's a few people and everyone is trying to ride shotgun, which means that they want the passenger seat at the front because that gives them better view of where we're going in terms of the direction. And sometimes depending on who you're with, you take turns driving. And so that's the fun part of it is that you stop, you get out, you stretch your legs, you take turns driving, you take turns navigating, but it's all part of the adventure of doing something different. And sometimes a road trip can be a single day. You're out perhaps driving to Grand Forks for the day, doing a little bit of shopping, or you're driving out to Gimli, or you're driving somewhere, but it's typically a day trip. And sometimes a road trip can take longer. You know, you're going to a destination. You are staying at a hotel. You're going somewhere that takes more than one day. I think about when I was a little girl, my brother and I and my parents, they would take us to Minneapolis every summer. And it's eight hours from Minneapolis to Winnipeg, or Winnipeg to Minneapolis, I should say. And I remember going on the trip and, you know, we would stop at the gas stations. My dad would fill the car and, you know, we'd get our snacks, go to the bathroom. And then I remember when we got to Minneapolis, we were staying in this old hotel. I can't remember the name of it. I'm not even sure it exists. It's been a while since I've been to Minneapolis, but I remember that it looked, I want to say stately in a, in a way, kind of old fashioned. I remember the elevators had the elevator grates that you would pull across before closing the door. I don't know why I remember that detail, but that sticks out in my mind. And I remember going for pancakes, although 
they weren't called pancakes. They were called flapjacks. And I remember that they were the dollar size flapjacks. So you got a, a plate full of these little tiny flapjacks, which I also remember. It's funny the details that you remember, but I just remember how much fun we had, you know, traveling in the summer when we were kids. And then about 20 years ago, uh, Frank and I took the kids on a road trip. We were visiting friends of ours, Tony and Kim. At the time, they were living in Calgary, and we wanted to go and visit. And we also wanted to visit uh, West Edmonton Mall. So we packed up our K car. And, you know, it's interesting about the K car. It wasn't something special, it was just a, an ordinary car. But it was in really good condition because a friend of Frank's, his mom owned the car, but she didn't drive it very much. And so it basically sat in the garage. And so when we bought it, it had very low mileage. And so it was a good car. It was exactly what we needed. And so we packed up the car and we headed off. And I remember giving my daughter a camera. Now, we have her phones now. We use her phones for cameras, but... This was an actual camera with film, not a digital camera, one with film that you had to get developed once you were done. And so she had a camera and it was her first camera. She was excited to use it. So as we're driving along to Calgary, you know, going down the highway, typically what you see are cows in the pasture. So she would take pictures of cows and Frank would joke, it's okay, these are Manitoba cows. These are Saskatchewan cows. These are Alberta cows. And the cow theme stuck with her, but I'll get to that in a moment. So we finally got to Calgary and we got to see Tony and Kim and we were staying with them while we were in Calgary. And I remember that Kim took us to Banff and we had never been there before. And it was, oh my goodness, so amazing. The different shops, the scenery. We ended up going in the gondola. So the gondola will take you from one point to another. And so you're suspended up in air. And just the feeling that, you know, if you look down and if you're afraid of heights, that can make you a little scared. But, you know, we were strapped in and, you know, we were fine. And, and it was, as I say, it was an adventure for us since we really enjoyed it. And then we went to West Edmonton Mall. Now, West Edmonton Mall is absolutely huge, way bigger than all the malls that we had in Winnipeg. And there were so many shops and so many things to do and so many restaurants. And we just had so much fun on that road trip. And it was something that, you know, I, I think back and marvel at how much fun we had actually during that time. You know, it's funny about the whole cow theme. When Crystal got home and we developed the film and somehow, I'm not even sure how it started, but she was known as collecting cows. <laughs> and so people, her friends, and, you know, I'm guilty as well, we would get her cow things, stuffed cows and cow this and cow that. And, you know, finally one day she's like, okay, no more cow stuff. <laughs> and, and even now, sometimes I'll be in a store and I'll see something with a cow and I'll want to buy it for her. But now I buy it for Lenny. <laughs> so, so that cow theme was, was kind of funny. But when you think about road trips as well, the ultimate road trip, I think, is uh, Thelma and Louise. They started off, you know, got together and they wanted to just have some girl time. And then, you know, one thing led to another and all of a sudden now they're leaving on a road trip for their life, basically. And at the end, it didn't quite turn out the way they wanted it to do, but they stayed together 
And that's what you do when you're on a road trip is you stay together. But I think of them, you know, driving with the top down is convertible, just smiling and enjoying the moment and having that adventure. So I wanted to have my own adventure. I wanted to do a coffee road trip. And I wanted to visit some coffee shops in rural Manitoba. Now in 2019, when I did my 60 Days of 60 Coffees, the majority of the locations were in Winnipeg. I did visit Flatland Coffee Roasters in Gimli one day, and then I was in Selkirk another day. But primarily it was it was in Winnipeg. But I wanted to visit, as I said, some rural coffee shops and visit some roasters. And so the idea, I was going to do a road trip in the spring of 2020. Well, of course, pandemic hit. Those plans were put on hold. We weren't going anywhere. So fast forward, 2022, I thought, you know, I want to go on a road trip. I want to visit some coffee shops and coffee roasters. But there are so many coffee shops and roasters in Manitoba. I could probably visit all four corners of Manitoba and still not get a chance to see absolutely all the coffee shops and all the coffee roasters. So I had to make a decision. What direction was I going to go in? But before I decided that, I had to think about, okay, so who is going to be my coffee road buddy on this road trip? And I thought of my friend, Stephanie. Now, Stephanie and I met, I think we met last year and I had reached out to her on, on Instagram. I, I really liked her feed. I loved that she was a coffee lover. And I sent her a DM one day and was like, hey, do you want to go for coffee? And surprisingly enough, she said, sure. So we ended up going to a Diaspora Coffee on Marion Street. And uh, we had coffee and we we're just chatting. And that's how we became friends. And so I thought, you know, I think Stephanie would be a, a good person to take on a coffee trip. And another reason I wanted to is that her Instagram account is The Culture Detective. And so she likes to explore and likes to learn different things and seek out different things. So what better person to bring along on a coffee road trip to seek out new adventures, new coffee shops, new coffee roasters, new experiences than Stephanie? And so I connected with her and I said, hey, I'm planning this coffee road trip and I'm planning to do on this weekend in September. Are you available? I'd love for you to come with me. And at first she said, yes, I'd love to. That's a great idea. But she's in the middle of a move and she wasn't sure that she'd be able to find the time. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll wait and see if she's able to make some time or things, you know, kind of solidify for herself. And maybe I could either postpone it or perhaps then I might find someone else to go with me. But luckily, Stephanie said that she had the time and she was available for the trip. I said, okay, great. So now let's plan this thing. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. 
or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. My friend Belinda, uh, she was a manager of a Starbucks location many, many years ago. I had posted something about coffee one day and she messaged or posted a, a link to Dawson Trail Coffee Company. She said, if you ever get a chance to visit St. Anne, stop in and see her friend Andrea, who's the owner of this coffee shop. She said Andrea had just opened the coffee shop and, you know, she was doing a really good job and the coffee was amazing. So I thought, perfect. So that's going to be our first stop. So I thought Dawson Trail Coffee Company in St. Anne. And then I thought, okay, so where are we going to go next? Because St. Anne is in Southeast Manitoba. I thought, okay, Niverville isn't far from there. And so I thought, let's go visit Nagash Coffee in Niverville. And then I knew that Stone City Coffee Roasters were going to be in Kleefeld. And Saturday, there was a Kleefeld Farmer's Market. So I thought, okay, Kleefeld isn't far from Niverville. Let's pop into the farmer's market and see what's what. And then I thought that our next stop would be in Winkler. And, you know, there are a couple, couple of coffee shops that I wanted to visit. So I thought, okay, so I mapped out how much time it was going to take us. I worked out the coordinates in terms of, you know, the details and locations so that we could punch it into the GPS and make sure that we were on track. So we were all set to go. So I picked up Stephanie at nine in the morning and it was a rainy day. It was rainy, um, kind of cool. It wasn't pouring rain, thank goodness, because I'm not a good highway driver, especially when it's raining. <laughs> so light mist I could take. So we headed out. And the funny thing is, is that neither of us had any coffee that morning and we didn't have any breakfast either, which is very unusual because being creatures of habit, that's the first thing that we normally do. But we thought, okay, you know, we're not even going to stop for coffee on the way. We're going to save ourselves for Dawson Trail Coffee Company. And so we headed out. And when we got to the Dawson Trail Coffee Company, we, we walked in. And it's such a cute little coffee shop. It's not very big, but it doesn't need to be because one side of the wall, there are shelves with different items for purchase. And then there's the coffee counter itself. And when we walked in, Andrea had this big smile on her face and we told her who we were and why we were there. And she said, yes, Belinda helped her so much in terms of setting up the coffee shop and giving her some advice in terms of the operation of it. And so she was very happy that her dream had come true, that she was able to open this coffee shop. And so we uh, ordered our coffee. The coffee beans were from DeLuca, so it's a gourmet blend. And she had just finished baking some blueberry muffins and the smell was so amazing. So we grabbed our coffee and a muffin and then we took our seats by the window because we thought, you know, we're not going to rush this. We're not going to take it to go. We're going to sit and enjoy the coffee and enjoy our muffin. And it was absolutely delicious. So we said our goodbyes and told uh, her where we were going and sort of our plan. So we headed out to Niverville. And we stopped in at Nagash. Now, Henock, who is the owner of Nagash Coffee, was not there. Uh, they said he was doing some deliveries and uh, they weren't sure when he was going to come back. Now, I had met him 
it was earlier in the year that I had gone to Steinbach. So I stopped in at Niverville first and met Hanok and got to know a little bit about his operation. He took me to where he was roasting his coffee and uh, got a little little bit of uh, the education and uh, details about his coffee business. And so we uh, decided to get coffees, but instead of regular coffee, we decided that we were going to treat ourselves and get some lattes. So I got a pumpkin spice latte and Stephanie got a butter pecan. So perfect fall flavors. We sat, we enjoyed our coffees or lattes, I should say. And then we decided, okay, so back in the car and let's head off to Kleefeld. It was still misting a little bit and still quite cool. We had to turn the heat on, but it was a great drive to Kleefeld. It wasn't that far from Neverville. So we got to the farmer's market and we noticed there were so many tents set up and we were excited to meet some of the vendors and to see what they had for sale. So we walked in and we were going by. And of course, because the weather's a little cooler and it is fall, a lot of the vendors had knitted products. So sweaters and scarves and, you know, mitts and hats and things that you need for the uh, the fall weather. And there were pumpkins and, you know, of course, some root vegetables uh, from various uh, farms and whatnot. And, you know, the candles and the, you know, jewelry and things that you normally find at a farmer's market. But as we were walking along, um, Stephanie uh, ran into a friend of hers, Tanil, that she hadn't seen for a while. So she wanted to stop and, you know, catch up and chat with her. So I said, you know, go ahead and I'm, I'm going to go explore and visit some of the other vendors. And at the end of the row of, I guess there's two, two sets of tents on either side. And there was perk events. Now, Perk Events is a traveling coffee truck, I guess a food truck, but it's a coffee truck. So they have different flavors of coffee and, you know, they do all the various coffee like cappuccinos, lattes, Americanos, etc. And what's cool about Perk Events, I should say, is um, it's a mobile unit. So they travel from different locations and I followed them on Instagram, but I've never actually been able to visit them at any of the locations that they're in. So it was a nice surprise for me to find them at the market. So I stopped by to say, Hey, and I didn't get a coffee though, because I was still full from my coffee at uh, Nagash. Although I've, I've said in the past that there's no such thing as too much coffee, but it was, you know, I got a chance to chat and and then I went and visited all the other vendors and, and I stopped to uh, see uh, Stone City Coffee Roasters. Colleen and Jay weren't there, but I stopped to say hey and I had a chance to visit all the other roasters. And so then Stephanie had finished with her conversation. She got herself a, a London Fog to go. And so we got in the car and we headed into Winkler. Now with the GPS on our phones, I tend to rely on the GPS because even in the city, if I'm in Transcona, for instance, or if I'm in Charleswood, it's not an area I'm familiar with. I'll turn on the GPS and I'll punch in the directions of where I want to go. And it's really good at getting me there. And typically it will say if there's, you know, traffic or there's, you know, road closures, it'll give you alternate routes that you can take, which I really appreciate. So we've got the GPS that we've been using all along in our journey, our road trip. So we're on our way to Winkler. We get to the point where we were supposed to turn off down the highway and the road is blocked. It's closed for some reason. The GPS did not tell us that, <laughs> did not give us an alternate route to take. And so we pulled off to the side. And so Stephanie is punching in the coordinates about, okay, so this is where we are. How do we get to Winkler? So she was able to find 
the coordinates for us. And it took us 20 minutes out of our way, but we had no choice that that's where we're here. So we're heading into Winkler. And so we, we drove in and unfortunately the coffee shops that we wanted to visit were closed. One was supposed to be open until six, but for whatever reason, the sign on the door said they were closed at noon. So we're in Winkler. We're hungry. We just had the muffin first thing in the morning. So we stopped in at the King's Deli and we ordered a sandwich to go and some coffee. And they were serving coffee from other brother coffee roasters who are located in Winkler. So we had our sandwich, we had our coffee. We decided, okay, now we need to take the trip back to Winnipeg. And by that point, the rain had stopped, the sun was out you know, we could turn off the heat and actually turn on a little bit of the air conditioning. And so we were in the car and we're heading back to Winnipeg. And what was really nice about our road trip, our coffee road trip, is that we got to know each other a little bit better. You know, we were talking about, you know, some of the things that I've been up to. And, you know, Stephanie was talking about her move to Ottawa and some of the adventures that she's going to be having when she's there and some of the coffee shops that she'll get to know when she gets to Ottawa and doing some of uh, the exploring herself. But what's really nice as well is that it was such a beautiful way to spend a Saturday, you know, visiting coffee shops, getting to meet new people, getting to know a little bit more about Manitoba because neither of us had been in Winkler before. So that was something new for us. She'd never been to Niverville. We'd never been to Kleefeld, <laughs> so that was actually kind of nice. And St. Anne's as well. So for for both of us, it was new experiences. And so we we really got to enjoy that aspect of getting to know Manitoba. And when we got back, you know, we just felt that it was such a, a wonderful day. And I'm not ruling out another road trip in the future, but... Just thinking about what we did on this particular coffee road trip gave me the satisfaction that I was able to accomplish a little bit about what I wanted to do in 2020. And of course, I love coffee and I love talking to people and I love connecting and I love visiting the community and learning more about the richness of the coffee scene in Manitoba. We have so many coffee roasters, so many coffee shops. And as I said earlier, you know, you could go to the four corners of Manitoba, north, south, east, west, and you still won't be able to visit all the coffee shops, all the roasters, but you have to start somewhere. And so this was my Southern Manitoba coffee road trip. And I know I will have more coffee road trips in the future. So until next time, Think about a road trip that you've been on. What was that like for you? And think about taking a road trip and do something different. Now, I'm not saying to do a coffee road trip, although it is a good idea, but perhaps picking a theme, who makes the best pizza, visiting the burgers, whatever it is that you are looking for, taking that trip and visiting all the richness and wonder that Manitoba has to offer. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy 
and more coffee. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.